Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for April 14th, 2020. 106 years ago today, 20 minutes to midnight in the freezing cold off the coast of Newfoundland, lookout Frederick Fleet spotted an iceberg immediately ahead of the massive 883-foot Titanic. First Officer William Murdoch ordered the ship to be steered around the obstacle and the engines to be stopped, but it was too late. The starboard side of Titanic struck the iceberg, creating a series of holes below the waterline. The hull was not punctured by the iceberg, but rather dented such that the hull seams buckled and separated, allowing water to seep in. Five of the ship's watertight compartments were breached. It soon became clear that the ship was doomed, as she could not survive more than four compartments being flooded. Titanic began sinking bow first, with water spilling from compartment to compartment as her angle in the water became steeper. Those aboard Titanic were ill-prepared for such an emergency. In accordance with accepted practices of the time, where ships were seen as largely unsinkable and lifeboats were intended to transfer passengers to nearby rescue vessels, Titanic only had enough lifeboats to carry about half of those on board. If the ship had carried her full complement of about 3,339 passengers and crew, only about a third could have been accommodated in the lifeboats. The crew had not been trained adequately in carrying out an evacuation. The officers did not know how many they could safely put aboard the lifeboats and launched many of them barely half full. Third-class passengers were largely left to fend for themselves, causing many of them to become trapped below decks as the ship filled with water. The women and children first protocol was generally followed when loading the lifeboats and most of the male passengers and crew were left aboard. At 2.20 a.m., two hours and 40 minutes after Titanic struck the iceberg, her rate of sinking suddenly increased as her forward deck dipped underwater and the sea poured in through open hatches and grates. As her unsupported stern rose out of the water, exposing the propellers, the ship began to break in two between the third and fourth funnels due to the immense force on the keel. With the bow underwater and air trapped in the stern, the stern remained afloat and buoyant for a few minutes longer, rising to a nearly vertical angle with hundreds of people still clinging to it before sinking. For many years, it was generally believed the ship sank in one piece. However, when the wreck was located many years later, it was discovered that the ship had fully broken in two. All remaining passengers and crew were immersed into lethally cold water with a temperature of 28 degrees Fahrenheit, and almost all of those in the water died of cardiac arrest or other bodily reactions to freezing water within 15 to 30 minutes. Only 13 were helped out of the sub-freezing water into the lifeboats, which in total still had room for almost 500 more people. 710 passengers survived the nightmarish scene while more than 1,500 perished as the world's largest ship afloat sank to her final resting place in one of the world's most inhospitable locales, 12,500 feet below. Today also marks the birthday of my very own mother, Karen Crook Erdinetta, born in 1949 in San Bernardino, California. Thanks for having me, Mom. 
I'm really enjoying being around. Happy birthday, and I love you. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.